Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Between the Stitches. I'm your host, Brady Wilson. As always, I'm with my co-host, Chase Olschwanger. What's up? And uh, we will again be without Zach Babb today uh, for the uh, Expert Stars coverage, so we'll do what we can. But, you know, Zach hopefully could be joining us next week. Um, Chase will not be with us next week. Um, I will just come in here and do a little bit, and uh, it's Thanksgiving break, so hopefully, you know, everyone has a good Thanksgiving. But uh, you will get an episode next week, but it will not. we will not get Chase's Expert Mavs stuff and all that, so... But uh, do the best I can today, then. Best you can today. Um, we got the. I guess we'll start with the stars. Yeah. I mean, you know, overtime win last night over Arizona. Matthew Chain is just. He's a bat out of hell right now. He's flipped a switch. That's he for has. sure. And uh, makes Jim Nil look. Uh, we were just we were just talking about this. How it's just so nice that all of our teams have competent executives, and that we're at least. And I'm counting Will McClay as the Cowboys one. Uh, not <laughs> counting Jerry. Uh, <laughs> We all, you know, obviously Chris Young with the, with with the Rangers. You've got Nico Harrison with the Mavs. Jim Nill. It's just it's so nice that your team is not losing from incompetence from management. Right. It's you have good management in place. So, but I mean, the Stars have been playing really well. Yeah, they look you know? great. I mean, you know, they were favored coming into the year, and they're holding their expectation. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what they do down the year, and I hope they can keep up the success. Well, yeah, and I think that you know, I think they will too. Well, I think they will too, and we haven't had any injuries. I mean, no, knock, man, on, knock, knock on wood for knock, sure. Knock on the desk here. I mean, we haven't had anybody miss time. We we've been able to be healthy, and that's usually something that you know really helps out when you can have health on your side. Yeah. Uh, and stars aren't the youngest team out there, but they have a lot of youth. Um, right. I mean, obviously, you know, guys like Sagan and Pavelski. You know, you got your guys up there with age, but you know they're reliable. And right. Um, what I like the most of what, what the stars are doing is that I don't know how many games you've watched so far, but they have used Scott, Scott Wedgwood in a few of their games already. Right. And it looks like they are learning from what they, from what happened last year where Ottinger was just worn out yeah. and they're getting, you know, Wedgwood was hurt last year. Sure. But it's nice to see that, you know, we're giving both goalkeepers an opportunity. So when it comes playoff time, well, you have Wedgwood if you need him, but you're also going to have a more rested Ottinger. Right. Um, through more rest throughout the regular season. Which that's what you need. Right. Stars, the next game is a, a little bit of a layoff here for them. Saturday um, against Colorado. That's going to be so, a tough one. Another tough game. And then after that, uh, two days later, you got New York. It is weird saying the Rangers just because it's, you yeah. know, it, it, it's like which one, Islanders or Rangers? So. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, you know, it's weird having our baseball team be the Rangers and they're the New York Rangers. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, and after that, Vegas. So, I mean, you know, I mean, some, and then, and then to, Finish out the month. It'll be Calgary, then Winnipeg, and then Calgary again. So, yeah. a pretty rough stretch. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty rough I mean, stretch. nothing that you yeah. know. I mean, you're not facing. I mean, you're facing some tough teams there. Yeah, you I mean, are. you're facing. You're facing you know, Vegas. You're going back to back versus the 2021 champs and the 2020. Or exactly. excuse me, yeah, and 2022 champs. So, so I mean, it, it, it is going to be a tough for the Stars. But I mean, that's this is where you show that you're a. And we'll talk about this with the Cowboys. This is another point that we'll bring up. Is uh, this is where you show if you're a championship team or not? Yeah, you got to win these games because you're going to you're going to have to play these games eventually in the playoffs. Yep. So you got to show that you can win them. We'll see what could happen with the Stars. Uh, the Mavericks, I mean, if you don't watch last night's game, it's, it's, it's been a really, really good start for the Mavs. And I think, again, not many injuries. Luka and Kyrie are playing really well. Everybody, is, Grant Williams, has just been a revelation for the Mavs. I mean, I mean, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah. I mean, I'm curious what you think. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. And I think the big key here is, yes, Grant Williams has been amazing. And he's been a great 3 and D guy that we desperately needed. But the big two pieces that are really stepping up is Tim Hardaway Jr. and Derek Jones Jr. Um, Derek Jones Jr. I did not know had this type of offensive ability, I guess yeah. you could say. He's really been putting the ball in the, in the cup. You know, he's 
he's hitting the outside shot, which is not his not his game. You know, he's that, you know, slashing defender, right? He's not the guy that's going to spot up. But when you have Luca on your team, you got to be a shooter because Luca's going to find you. And yeah. I think he realized that and he's stepping up and he's being a big part of the, the team's success as he's in the starting five. It, it, it's a very complete team. Yeah. With DJJ and THJ, and we got we, we got a lot of abbreviations here, but <laughs> and then and then obviously Grant, and then Lively, and then you get Maxi, and then you I mean a lot, it, it's kind of funny when you don't play Dwight Powell, you seem to win basketball games, or you don't play a ton of Dwight Powell. Right, yeah, Powell's still in the rotation because you know Powell still gives you that that those hard minutes. You know, he's always going to go out there and give him one hundred percent. He's really athletic, and I think he's also one of those really athletic centers. Right, you kind of have something of everything. Lively is a, a defensive monster in the paint. Um, you have Kleba, who can just shoot mm-hmm. as a big man, and then obviously you have Powell, which is more of just kind of that athletic, can keep up with anybody else, can play someone that's smaller than him and hold his own. I mean, the Mavericks, they're playing complete basketball mm-hmm. right now. That's been the biggest thing that I've seen is that they're they are playing as a as a team. It's not, look, we have Luka and Kyrie, and we're just going to win those guys getting 40 a game because that's not sustainable. You know, no. I mean, Luka's going to give you 40 a game every now and then, and so is Kyrie. But you're not you. You can't count on that every time. Right. You've got to have the other guys step up. I think that was a problem we had last year. Was we were counting every single game. Luke and Kyrie has to account for all of our points, pretty much. And if they don't, we're in trouble. Right. There's no. There's no other guy that can you know really step up and give you 15, right. 20 points. But you know you're getting that out of Tim Hardaway Jr. and you're getting ten to fifteen out of Grant Williams and Derek Jones Jr. So it's really nice to see the team take some stress off of Luca and Kyrie. And, and of course, you know Luca's. You know they're always going to be in part of in part of the play or part of the play. Excuse well, me. Yeah, Luca is always. I mean, the, the the our offense runs through him. Right. Him and Kyrie. That's where the offense runs through. And I think the biggest thing is they're playing well together because they're both that ball dominant kind of player. And that was something I was worried about. Is right. you know how are they going to? Yeah, there was together? a lot of questioning last you year, know? especially you know not making the playoffs and now Luke and Kyrie not meshing together wasn't the reason why we missed the play. We were just not a playoff team. That's right. pretty, that pretty simple. I was worried it was going to be like Russ and Harden, where it's like you've got two ball dominant players who can't learn to coexist and find their coast and find their their teammates. Sure. And both of them have done a really good job of of not doing. They've both done a good job. It's an overused sports phrase, but they're not doing too much. Right. They're just they're playing their game, and and I know I'm just running out every cliche. I can. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but it's, it's 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 what I'm seeing. They're they're playing their game. They're not trying to win the games themselves. They're just saying, "Look, we're obviously superstars, and we're going to score a lot of points." But it's kind of like you know when when MJ figured out that John Paxson could hit shots for him. <laughs> right. Oh, that works. Let me just find Pax again. You know. Right. I, I love that part. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, that works." I didn't know that would work. You know. That is what's important. I think it's what Luca and Kyrie have been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just been great basketball, and yeah. it's nice to see that. You know, I, we bring it up a lot, but it's nice to see that. All of Dallas's team, and you know, Rangers already won. Um, I've mentioned it on here before. Yeah, um, it, there's a shot. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's guaranteed because, I actually believe that the two toughest teams to win one would be Dallas. I'm sorry, all of Dallas, okay, the, <laughs> the Cowboys and the Rangers because the Rangers never won one, and Dallas has shown, and the Cowboys have shown that they just can't win one uh, anymore. The Stars and the Mavs, I feel like, have the best shot. I think of the remaining three to get one. Right. I'd probably put well, it. It's just. I'd probably put it at Stars, Mavs, Cowboys. If I was doing odds, not because the Mavs are weaker, but I think just the NBA is stronger than the NHL. I think. I think personally. I agree. I, I feel like going off of this year, I feel like I got to put the Cowboys over the Mavs. Honestly, the only reason I'm I'm not putting the Cowboys over the Mavs is that they have. It's the same reason why I picked the Niners to beat them. Dallas Cowboys have yet to show me of course. that they can win. 
in the playoffs. They can win multiple games. You realize that me, you, and almost everyone on this campus, you know, I mean, except for the the adults, full-grown adults on this campus, have never seen the Dallas Cowboys win two playoff games in the same year, ever. We've only ever seen one, and that is what's frustrating. But we're going to get to the Cowboys later. Right. But the Mavs, I mean, it's possible. I'm not saying that again. It, oh, yeah, it, it's, of course. It's never happened before that a, c- a city has had all four. Right. It's I think teams have had, you know, I think there have been cities that have done three because that's all they have because you first have to qualify, have all four. Right. And then obviously it's not straight Dallas. It would be the DFW sports teams. Right. right? Now, what would be cool is I don't know where they are, but I, th- I know that at the uh, FC Dallas was in the playoffs. Yes, and this, and I don't know their status, um, but I also yeah. do know though about the team that they weren't. That would have been funny. They were the they were the seventh seed going okay. into it. Um, Sorry for the FC Dallas fans out there. I uh, we're not soccer people. No, no, I I, I love soccer. I've oh, I'm not. I'm not a soccer person. So, <laughs> but no, uh, they were they were a bottom tier seed or okay. um, bottom tier team going into the playoffs. Um, so I don't know what their status yeah. is. I don't know either. But it, it would have been Anyways, cool. yes. It was it would have been cool if they had won one to be at all five. <laughs> but at least the four major, we there's a shot. The Rangers got theirs. And I know that it's not in the same exact year, but it's in the same season. Right. Because it, it it's one of those, it's because of how the other three that's why I love baseball. Baseball is so it's easy. It's one year. Right. Football is you know how many times I've talked football with, with my friends, and it's like the the twenty eighteen Super Bowl, like with the twenty eighteen season and the nineteen Super Bowl. Or the ninth, or, right. or or the eight, the seventeenth season, and the eighteenth Super Bowl. So it, it, you know what I mean? It's it's frustrating. It's confusing sometimes. Uh, it, it can get confusing with the years. So it'd be the same twenty twenty three seasons, just not. It'd be you know the other three would have. If to the be other ones one would be in twenty twenty four, yeah. But right. no, one hundred percent where you get get where you're coming from. But going back to the Mavs, just a shot. Um, just to finish up on the Mavs segment. Yeah. Great start to the year. Got the Wizards tonight. A game that they should win. They are favored to win. Um, but you never know. Is this a tournament game? No. I think it's hilarious that, that, that when, when we're not in a tournament, we kick butt. And then when we're in the tournament, we just can't win. Yeah, to follow up on the in-season tournament, if you guys do not know where the Mavs record is and that they are 1-2, and two, um, they had back-to-back games versus the Pelicans the in New Orleans. The first game, they com- went out there and completely dominated. But that was just a normal regular season game. They had the in-season tournament back-to-back games or a day off. And then again, they play the Pelicans but for the in-season tournament and they get completely destroyed. Right. So, I mean, again, it doesn't play a full effect to us, at least when, with the in-season tournament. The, the tournament, like like we were talking about before, it's for the players to get some more money. And, I mean, I really hope that this year, I, I so hope that the team that wins the tournament will lose in the finals, unless it's us, obviously, that will lose in the finals. Because I think it would just be really funny. Well, we got the in-season tournament trophy. <laughs> right. That's cool. No one cares about this. this I'm, calling the, I'm calling it the McDonald's. Uh, trophy. It's. I mean, it's. That's the equivalent of it. You get a Happy Meal. It's. It, it's not. It's, it's nothing. You know. I don't like the idea of the tournament. I think you should just keep it basketball. I mean, it's cool for the players. I, mean, I like, like how it, it goes into the regular season, so it still affects your regular season record. It's not like separate games. Yeah, it's still. It's just. So every game yeah. still does matter for a specific reason. You know, for playoff right. contention. But it's just now throwing in. Well, here's a little extra cash if you win. Here's a trophy. So it's. You it's do. whatever. I don't really care. It's just a regular season game to me. Yeah. But. So hopefully we have to turn around yeah. against the Wizards. I mean, not turn around, but they can rebound off that awful loss. So. And it is with great pleasure to remind everybody, in case any, any of you forgotten, that two weeks ago, the Today. Texas Rangers became uh, the World Series champions. And we will be reminding you of that every single Wednesday uh, <laughs> until the season starts again. And that will be when pitchers and catchers report in February. So get ready to hear uh, the Rangers are World Series champs every Wednesday. Just because I feel the need to remind everybody. 
because uh, you know it puts it puts a smile on my I, face. I, and I think it's necessity. I think yeah, I think I think so. I think that you know I I see why Eagles fans became so insufferable <laughs> after their one win because it's so easy to become like you know you think you're the biggest baddest thing because you want to you you finally have one of those one of those World Series. Uh, you have a championship, but I, I have it on our little script here thing. Our own little like uh, you know, in big pre, bold pre, red letters. Big bold. It's forty two uh, point letters. <laughs> World Series <laughs> championship. So I want. I want to. I want to remember. You know, I want to be able to look at that and just smile and remember that. You know, on this day, Cattell Marte uh, struck out looking on against Josh Force. And actually, I was. I was because I've been devoid of baseball. and I've been very very sad about it. Uh, I'm. I'm already. I'm reaching that point where I'm already sad that baseball is gone. Right. Uh, so I was watching an old, like, uh, I'm watching a lot of old ejections. I think it's just fun to watch grown men lose their crap about a, you know, a ball, a strike call. <laughs> I just think it's really funny. And plus, you do learn some of the rules of baseball because there's some minute stuff that you may be like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. And then you're watching a game and, and, and it matters. Uh, and Cattell Marte was in it and he was playing, he was playing with the Mariners. And I went, wow. And because he was playing, he, we were in the old ballpark. And so I remember just thinking, wow, imagine telling Rangers fans, see that guy? Yeah, he's going to be the guy that strikes out looking when you have the World Series. <laughs> we have been like, what? You know, I mean, it was, it's just, it's so cool how everything in baseball, there's there's connections and you can go back. It's a little bit can, of a chain reaction to some, to some, yeah, you can, some things. Well, it, it's why, and this is a belief that I hold in just life, is everything that happens, it affects everything that happens in the future. Everything in the past, every, I mean, you know, everything. A butterfly flying here instead of here, that affects Everything in history. I mean, some people may not believe it. I do. I truly believe that everything that happens in the past will, will truly affect the future. So it's when, when we won one, now when I go back and I watch old highlights of the Rangers, I go, well, now to me, that matters because it led to us winning a World Series. Obviously, a home run eight years ago by somebody does not matter, but it does now, in my opinion, because maybe at that home run we don't acquire. I, you, you, you know what I mean? It's just— yeah. It to me personally, it doesn't have to matter to everybody else, but to me, it matters that you know in that game we won that game or something because everything now in the past matters because we've won a World Series. It sounds a little weird, but I think it works. <laughs> um, Roll with it. Even going back to 1972, even going back to when the Senators moved and became the Twins, so that way that created the you know a need for a new Senators team, uh, which you know then Bob Short was then the owner who decided then to move his team to Texas. What well, that doesn't happen, we don't win the World Series. So. You can go back and find stuff, so I think it's fun. But we may even be Astros fans if that was the, wasn't the case. Ew, yeah. that's ew. <laughs> There's a bad taste in my mouth now. Thanks, Chase. Uh, moving on, we obviously had some uh, a managerial hire literally ten minutes after we finished the episode. If that, yeah, because we talked about it, and I remember. I hate it. I hate that I will see something right after we're done, and it and it's you know. So is the manager of the Angels? I only try to go to that first game when he comes back. And I'm going to give him a standing ovation. Of course. Because I think even if he went to the Astros, <clears throat> look, the man deserves a job. I don't care where it is. He's, he, he'd be better than Dusty Baker. <laughs> I think he'd be a little more tolerable as, as the manager. Um, obviously, they hired Joe Espada. I, I think I called that one. You know, I felt that, that him. I think, was, I think as a baseball fan and from a baseball perspective, that was the right that hire. That was the right hire. It was. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go for someone outside the organization, sure. But a spot has been there. He's he knows the culture. He you know all those little terms. He he knows how to play Houston Astros baseball. He knows the players. He knows guys in the farm system. Yeah, he it it fits right. And uh, Ron Washington, though, to the Angels, I'm happy for Wash. He he deserved another chance after he left. Uh, um, he was gone here. We'll just say that you know there was some some other stuff in there. 
but he deserved another shot, and I'm I'm happy he's getting it. The Angels have a really young team. I could they they kind of remind me of the Rangers before, kind of pre Mark Teixeira trade. Like I think Mike Trout could be their Mark Teixeira trade. They remind me a lot of those Rangers of like you know oh seven oh eight. We're we're okay. We're we're not like amazing, but we have a lot of young pro. We have some young prospects, and I I think that they're kind of in that same spot. I mean, you've got Logan O'Hoppy, you've got uh, Nolan Shanuel. Maybe how you pronounce it. It's, yeah. it's the first baseman that was drafted and then came last year. Uh, Zach Neto played really well. You know, they they've got some really good young players. Reed Detmers, Patrick Sandoval. You know, they got some good young pitchers. It's just a matter of they don't have enough to put together a winner right now. Yeah. You know. I think that if they could finally develop some players, they'd have a shot. And Wash is going to be a great, great for them as a manager at the major, at the major league level and developing those guys at the major league level. Um, developing the minor league levels where they have struggled in the past. I think they should trade Trout. I am a full believer that he needs to be traded. You need to get whatever prospects you can. His value is probably only, is from, from in my opinion, his his value is only going to go down from here. Yeah, It's not going to go up. You're, he's, you know, there's still that name recognition and there's still that star power of Mike Trout. Get him out of, you know, Anaheim. They're not in LA, they're in Anaheim. Get him out of Anaheim. Get something for him. Cause I mean, we turned Mark Teixeira into Elvis Andrews, Neftali Feliz, and Matt Harrison. Try that. Make a, a, make a valiant attempt at it. Cause you missed out on Shohei. Yep. You could have made, completely missed out. You could have gotten at least two or three top. 15 prospects, if not a couple more, right, for Shohei, even a half season of Shohei, especially if you could have, you know, gotten someone that was desperate, and you didn't do that. You, you're the one that got desperate and screwed your team. So now, what do you do? You know, now I think you got to trade Trout, trade any veterans you can, trade Moose Stock, trade any, and if, if Moose isn't a free agent, um, trade everybody that you can that's a veteran and just full young movement. Go young, don't, you know— Hire a couple of veterans, you know, from free agency, like a Grobby Grossman type guys, and just roll with that and roll. Understand that you're going to be bad for two or three years, maybe a year or two at least. And I think they go after a guy like Garver, Mitch Garver. Yeah, I, I mean, think, that, I think that, that, that makes a lot of sense. But the thing is, they have a hobby, right? Well, I, don't you don't, know. I mean, when how often we do we really catch Mitch? I mean. That's true, but I mean, I feel like he probably wants to catch somewhere. Yeah, but give a hobby some time off his, his we'll, legs, we'll, you know? We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what the Angels do. Garver wouldn't be a bad option for him. It I think it's just a thought. Just to you oh, know, no, get a yeah, guy in there it, for it, one $10 million contract. Yeah, it fits. That's it. The, um, the Angels are going to be bad. Ron is going to—the problem is that Ron's old. <laughs> he's in his 70s, I believe. I mean, he's not—you know, I mean, Bo- Bochi is what? 60, like 68, I think. Yeah, he's 68 years old. You know, wow, his birthday's... Okay, 1955. It just feels... I don't know. It feels, feels worse. <laughs> um, cannot spell. Ron is 71. 71? I mean, that's... That's not young. I mean, no. he, he definitely talks and moves like a lot. He's young because he stayed in pretty good shape, and he's got the kind of the old man gut. But he's always, he's always been a guy that's, you know, been somewhat healthy, if not for the drugs. Um Sorry, I didn't want to mention it, but you know, <laughs> but you know, I, I he definitely I think could manage for several more years. It's just he's a great hire for the Angels. He's kind of that old kind of grandfather type of guy. Again, not making fun of that. He's old, but he's he 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 will be that type of guy, that role model, and that you know 
for the young guys that are coming up. So the Angels have a shot, just not next year. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny that everyone was picking the Angels to be better than us this year. Yeah. So, so that's why I have a per, a little bit of a personal thing with Angels fans. I want the Angels to lose. Not I have now I have no more beef with their fans because their fans got you know big headed for a couple years there, and they shouldn't have been. Now I feel bad for the fans, but I hope they lose because I I don't like Artie Moreno and I just hope the organization <laughs> loses. Anyway, I want to go one one episode maybe later this 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 year or going into next year. Go over your preseason predictions because I do remember you uh, making. I little, don't want to. <laughs> I think we got to. I think we have I, to. I, I you know what? I don't know because uh, I don't want people to remember that I picked the Potters and the Nets to like win hundred games apiece. Hey, but listen, everybody else did too. Yeah, you know, I can I can hide behind that. I think I think now that who cares? We won yeah, the World Series. We won the World Series. I, I, I mean. I, I, I'll never forget, I had us at 86 wins. And I'm, I think I, you had us at 15th best team. I will I will go back, and I will say, and I will find where I say, because I guarantee if I didn't say it on here, I said it to somebody. Because I remember saying, I think it goes to my dad, we are an 86-win team with the ability to go to about 90 to 94. I feel I was pretty dead on with that prediction. Because I felt 86 is a good, nice one for us. But I felt we were gonna. I thought we were gonna be so injured. You're right in the middle, 86, 94. 86 to 94 was what I thought we. I mean, that's a really big, you know, gap. Like, I think a team's gonna win between 70 and 90 games. Obviously, you know, <laughs> right. it's a pretty large gap. But I felt 86 wins is a nice number that I can stand behind. And I feel like if we win 90 games, 90 plus, I'm not gonna be shocked. If we win 95, I'm not gonna be shocked. But that because that means Degrom was healthy, Evaldi was healthy, Seager, everybody was healthy for right. the year we could be approaching 100 games. We're not going to be healthy for the entire year, so I don't know how the other pieces are going to you know, work. And I felt I was pretty dead on with that one. Yeah. Um, I know you got it somewhere written down. I remember you writing it all down. Oh, I have it all my... This is why I like to write it down and not like, you know... It, it, it helps... It, so you have a... There's a record right. of it. Or there, you know, in 10 years, I can be scrolling through old notebooks and be like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Like, what, what was I thinking there? Wow. <laughs> Um, I think I think we should just do that just to see think, how it all oh, played out, what happened. Now that it's like you know, it's whatever. You know, everybody had their predictions. Everybody yeah. was wrong on certain predictions. Exactly. Might as well just go back and look and see what happened. I know that I had Josh Young winning Rookie of the Year, and I would have been right if he hadn't been hurt, if he hadn't broke his thumb. Yeah, dang Jorge Slayer. <laughs> Not his fault. But I know I had Bochy as Manager of the Year. It was either him or I had him at my dark horse. I always do a, a one or two guys. I usually do award winner and then one or two dark horses. And I'm like, I could see this happening. I don't remember what I did for Cy Young. I'm sure you had Otani as MVP. I'm sure I did. No, you know, I think I had Jordan. I think really? I picked Jordan for MVP. I think I did. He was either that, he was my, I think Seeker may have been my dark horse. Well, and well, there you I, go. I'll, maybe in two weeks, not next week because you won't be here. Maybe the next week, you know, if, if things are still slow in baseball. But yeah. one more thing, a couple more things in baseball. Obviously, Rookie of the Year. Congratulations to, to Gunnar Henderson. You don't deserve it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you had congratulations. No. You won it. Cool. Well, I think Josh Young is happy with his ring. I will say this about Gunnar Henderson is because I like Gunnar Henderson. Played He's a well. great player great and player. he definitely deserved rookie of the year. He did. But it's just unfortunate because Young should have won it if he didn't get hurt. But yeah. it's not it's not discrediting Gunnar no, Henderson no. at all because he he deserved this award. But he deserved you know, it, but at, if everyone stayed healthy, he wouldn't have won. That's yeah, all. He wouldn't have. Uh Corbin Carroll obviously ran away with the you know yeah. in rookie of the year. I I thought that, you know, no, I mean there was really no other. Deb- I mean there was no debate about who being. I thought maybe Sanga deserved a little, a couple votes maybe, but no, there was no debate. Brandon Hyde, congratulations, manager of the year. 
you got swept by Bruce Bochy, and we'll always uh, remember that. I mean, hey, regular season, he was the best regular manager. Regular season award. He was the best manager. He was, 100%. Nobody expected us to do what we did, but the nobody expected full, them to do what they did. The Well, I think everyone was more, if you told everybody, what's more likely, Orioles win 101 games or Rangers win 90 games, they would have said the Orioles. Of course. Or, or you, you think people would have said yes. Orioles would have won 101 before us? I think that everyone, if you'd have that's a lot of games. That's a I lot think, of wins. I think if you'd polled the national analysts of baseball and said, okay, and the writers and everybody, what what is more likely, a 101-win season for the Orioles or a 90-win season from the Rangers, I guarantee you the majority, the heavy majority. Really? Because I remember, MLB, I, watched, I, I watched a ton of MLB Network, especially when we get closer to the year to see what they're saying, you know, predictions-wise. And every time I turned it on, it was all Angels and Orioles for the American League. Interesting. We're like the two. I just feel like it would have been a safer pick to pick, well, Rangers get 90. Well, I'd rather have them go with 90 than the Orioles Pe- go for 101. People didn't know how to weigh how is Bruce Bochy going to manage with the three batter minimum. Right? He hasn't He hadn't managed this decade. Right. You know, I mean, how is he going to manage in kind of some of the new age stuff? How is he going, you know, how is DeGrom going to hold up? How is Evaldi going to hold up? You know, Heaney, Gray. How are those guys, you know, Martin Perez, can he rebound and have a, the same kind of year? Right. You know, that bullpen looks really shaky, right? They've got a lot of guys in the, you know, the in that hitting order that are, I mean, they, they, they're going to hit, but who's, you know, is Laoti the long-term? Remember, this was before this year. Is yeah. Laoti the long-term center fielder? Yeah. Who the hell's going to play left field? We didn't know, we didn't have answers to these questions for the year. So I know why people weren't expecting us to be that great, but I think they were overlooking us a lot more than they should have. Sure. The Orioles were the darling team for almost every analyst for the American League. And that's fine. But that's why when, when it was announced for the end of the year, I'm like, well, Hyde's going to win it because they all loved the Orioles coming into the year. And they were proven right that they were going to have a great year. They're going to pick Brandon Hyde. Anyway, he, he does. He does. Des- yes, yeah, definitely deserved. He and Cash and all three of them deserve the award. They're, they're, if you, there's no wrong answer. As a personal feeling, I feel like Bochy should have gotten it. But obviously, I think as a baseball person, Hyde should have won. He was the right pick. Uh, Skip Schumacher won at the National League. I mean, again, you could have gone, could have gotten any of them. Now, there was a team that you didn't expect to be I, in the I, position I, they I, were. I think that that was why they, he he won it, and he should have won. He had first time manager, great year. Definitely looks like you know all those years. Marlins on the up. All those years playing with the Cardinals, you know, under Tony La Russa helped. Well, they look up if they hadn't fired. Kim Ning or Kim Ing or I can't remember. I think it's Ing. If I pronounce it wrong, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, it's just they they look up on the up because they got you know great pitching. They, they, they do, but I think sorry, it is. I'm mad at their ownership because there definitely is an argument. I'm not saying that it was for sexist reasons. I'm just saying that it looks really bad when you have a you know a, a GM who orchestrates this team, does a great job, and then you say well, we want to bring in. A guy to work above you. It just it it looks really bad. Yeah, can't prove it, but it's one of those. It looks super. It just it ticked me off because I'm like, she's doing a wonderful job, and you're gonna. I mean, it fits the Marlins. They've always had terrible ownership, but what the hell? Like she's done an amazing job, and you're gonna bring in somebody to work above her. I don't blame her for giving you the middle finger and saying piss off. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't blame her. She should. I was hoping she'd go to the Red Sox. Because then she'd have money and yeah. she can spend. And I thought, man, the Red Sox in two years will be a juggernaut because she's she she can build a good team. I'm hoping she goes somewhere that can appreciate what she did for the Marlins. Yeah. And hopefully can give her a budget. Like I think the Brewers 
I mean, obviously the Marlins are some of a small market team. The Brewers should be all in on her. She'd be a great hire for him. If she hasn't already been hired, I don't think she has. I don't think she has. Um, and then Brian Cashman, last little baseball story here. I wanted to mention it. Uh, <laughs> Brian Cashman went on a little rant. And and look, I, I applaud Cashman for being transparent, right? Because most GMs, you hear Chris Young, ah, we're, we're, we're working on some things. They kind of, they throw, you know, smoke screens and they don't want you to know what they're doing. I get that. But Cashman, I applaud that he just came out and said, no, we're, you know, he, he, he spoke his mind. Whether he's right or wrong about his assessment of his baseball team, he spoke his mind. And I think that's what we, I, I know, I was listening to Ken Rosenthal talk about it, and he, I, I'm with him. That's what we want more from GMs. We want GMs to speak their minds. We want GMs to say what they're thinking. You don't have to tell us what you're working on. Oh, we're going to sign this player. You can't do that, I know. But I wish they were more like, you know, him and, him and Hal Steinbrenner, well, we need a left fielder. And preferably it's left-handed bat because, well, you know, you can piss over that right field wall. So, you know, you, 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 it, 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 obviously you, you want someone that's left-handed. They were unapologetic about their beliefs about the Yankees. And I have to applaud them for that, that they were not trying to mince words. They were, I mean, he felt, he thinks they're pretty effing good. I mean, they're not, but at least it's, it's, it, hey, you said what you think. You didn't, you didn't say, well, we're going to compete and, we're pretty, you know, we're going to be up there. You know, you didn't use those cliche phrases. You, yeah. you just said what you thought. And now like we're going to go get rid of all of our prospects for Juan Soto. I don't. The Yankees are the, I feel, I do feel somewhat bad because Jason Dominguez was looking like a stud. Yeah. Look at this. And then, you know, Tommy John, really? Some new baseball news. Has proposed reducing the pitch clock with no. Why? No. They're doing the wrong thing. Okay. So the baseball's competition committee has proposed reducing the pitch clock with runners on base from 20 to 18 seconds. No. They're, they're, <laughs> they're going the wrong way. You should be adding time to the clock, not taking it away. Look, I am a firm believer, make it 20 and 25. There was more Tommy Johns this year than I could remember in a year in baseball. That's not a coincidence. There's more strain on pitchers' arms now because they're throwing, and they can't take 20, 30 seconds to rest that arm. They have to throw right again. So they're going the wrong way. Some guy in the comment section was just like, how does this make Zach Wilson a better quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zach Wilson. Uh, we'll get to NFL in a second. They're going the wrong way. Sorry, that makes me... Very angry. Because I mean, I don't mind leaving it at 20, but... I think you should be adding time to the clock, not taking it away. Yeah. 15 seconds is not long enough, because you're throwing 100 miles an hour, and, you know, that's very tough on your arm. You can do it for an entire career and never have an injury if you, you know, stretch right and all this stuff, and, you know, it's possible. But then you throw it, but then, you know, you, 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 you throw the pitch, and then 8, 10 seconds later, you're throwing another one, that's just, you're compounding all of that stress on your elbow. And it's why this year it felt like there was more Tommy Johns this year than any other year that I can remember. Usually it's, Tom, you know, some Tommy Johns. And this year it was just, I mean, nonstop. You know, it felt like every, every week we were getting two or three guys from the major league level, not minor leagues, or at least notable prospects, either notable prospects or major league guys, Tommy John surgery. I mean, DeGrom, Kamar Rocker were two guys from the Rangers. We got hit with it. 
So I think you should be adding time to the clock. You know, I thought it it moved quick. I think you should have. I think adding the five, adding going to twenty with no runners and twenty five. I think that that would appease some of the players that, again. The clock really should not be used to control the pace of play. It should be used to, I'm trying to think of a good word. The pitch clock should not be there to force you to move quicker. It should be you move at your pace. Maybe you have to move a little bit quicker because you're taking 40 seconds or 30 instead of, you know, 10, you know 15 or 20. But it shouldn't be making every pitcher work that fast. It should be if some, you know, I think that's why adding five more seconds would be good. So, no, they're going the wrong way. Oh, baseball, baseball, baseball. But anyway, back, to the, turn, but... back to the Yankees. It Hopefully it won't pass because that would – I like baseball games moving quick. They moved quick. It was nice to watch. But at some point, can we enjoy watching baseball? Like, that was one of the things I liked about baseball was I could watch a pitch, you know, walk in the kitchen, look up, see another one, you know, I mean, you know, make a sandwich, look up, <laughs> see another one. Like it was, it, was, it was paced well to do other tasks while you're watching baseball. You know, I could do my homework and watch a baseball game because – you know, do a problem, uh, you know, here comes the pitch, all right, look at the next one, start doing it, here comes the pitch, right? But now it's, I can't, I'm having to, you know, my eyes, my head, my, yeah. my, my head's on a swivel. Uh, just unfortunate. But brought back to Cashman, you know, the Yankees, they, they're good, they, they lost Dominguez, I mean, Volpe looks good, um, you know, he definitely looks rushed, you know, he, he he's a little cold in the middle, you know, he, <laughs> They they need to put him back in the oven for a little bit, or maybe you know just put him in the microwave. Yeah. But um, he he looks. I mean, you know, twenty plus home runs, a Gold Glove. He's getting there. He's just gonna take a little more. It's time. just that play discipline. That's all it is. Yeah, you know, and and he should have learned that at AAA. But they wanted the next Derek Cheater. So hey, I, you know, you 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 reap what you sow here. Yep. Um, they need to add a catcher. I could see Garver going to the Yankees because they really could use another catcher. Re- really. Yeah. I like Higashioka, but they they could use they need another catcher. They need some, I I think Garver should go there. If I was Garver, I mean you get playing time, big market, you know, that's right to go. That was him, but that's just me. Uh, plus he fits their mo, gives you some home runs, he hits, decent defender. They have a good team for next year. It's just gonna hinge on injuries again. I mean with with you know Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Lemay when they're on the lineup. You got a pretty good lineup when they're hitting, but when they're not hitting, and then Carlos Rodon's ERA is like seven, that's that's not good. <laughs> that's that's just not a good recipe. I mean, next year if your rotation, I don't know what the status on Domingo Herman is, and I know they wanted to bring back Montas, and Montas had a lot of injury problems with him. And they're, I think they're favorite against Yamamoto. Yeah, they're our favorite for Yamamoto. So I mean, next year they could bring in Cole Yamamoto. You have Rodon, maybe Domingo Herman, Clark Schmidt. I love Clark Schmidt. Big guy. I'm, I'm very What's Cortez's status? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're, I mean, I mean, Nestor Cortez. They'll have a lot of rotation options. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be, they need more depth. The Yankees. It just, the rant, and then now the rant pissed off Giancarlo Stanton because he mentioned that Stanton gets injured a lot. And that's not a wrong statement to make, but you don't go to the media <laughs> and say, Everybody knows. Yeah, this player, yeah, we're pissed at him because he's getting hurt all the time. And it, he didn't say that, but the way he said about Stanton, it, and oh, and guess who represents Stanton? The same guy that represents Yamamoto. So why could have been a turnoff? Yankees, why are you like? I know I'm not rooting for you. I mean, you know, I'm a Rangers fan, but like, you're clearly doing stupid things. The same thing with the White Sox GM, uh, Chris Getz, 
who has been sending out mixed signals, if you didn't see, um, was talking about how he we're, we're going to compete in 2024, but I don't like our team. <laughs> but we're going to compete. But I don't like our team, and we're not going to spend money. So what, you know, he's sending out. And, so how and, are you going to compete? And then Grafol said the same thing. Well, I, I agree with Chris Getz. So wait, before the season, Grafol was saying how much he loved this team and we're hungry, and then now you hate it? Sounds like you're just trying to be a yes man. So the White Sox are in turmoil, which is just... If you're uh, if you hate the team, then it's gonna be fun for you to watch because they went through a they went through a rebuild, an awful. So one rebuild. of my best friends is a White Sox fan. They went through an awful rebuild, and they've got nothing, zip, not even a pennant to show for it. At least we went through a rebuild in 2010 and 11. We, we won two pennants. Yeah, I mean that's you know, but now I mean, we went through a rebuild. And we won. Like Tim Anderson's out of there. I mean, probably going to the Angels actually. It's it's, like the, that would be interesting. For him. I think he fits. Angels Ron, is like their top guy. I, I, think. I think Ron Washington would be really good for him. I really do. I think that they would fit well together. Yeah. Moving to football. Uh, I won this week. I want to gloat. I want to play some music here, some celebration about Cool in the Gang. because He can have his one win week. I, I won by one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we went over this. Um, I went 8-6. and six, He went 7-7. Seven and seven. We're going to kind of go game by game here. Uh, I picked the Bears. He picked the Panthers. I was right. Look at that. I mean, starting off good. Just an awful game. Feel so bad for Al Michaels for having to call that game. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do Giants Cowboys last, just so we can talk about it. Uh, Colts Patriots. You picked the Patriots. I picked the Colts. I kind of forgot ah. it was a Germany game, so I was like, you know, they're going into New England, so I feel like Belichick can figure out something. Oh yeah, I I forgot it was a Germany game. Uh, Texans at Bengals. We both said the Texans could win, but we both just didn't have the guts to pick them, so we went Bengals and yeah. lost. Uh, Packers Steelers. You went Steelers. I went Pack. Uh, you won that one. Tired of picking the dang Packers. They keep, they keep. <laughs> you watch. I'm going to not pick them this week and then they're going to win. Uh, Titans at Bucks. You got me again. I, I picked the Titans. I thought Will Levis and I was wrong. You picked Baker. You were right. Uh, Browns at Ravens. Both picked the Ravens. Both were wrong. That was a good game. And now, unfortunately, Deshaun Watson is out for the year. Yeah. Unfortunate. What did he have? I forget what it's he had. It's like injured. a fractured shoulder. Oof. And he played with it. Dang. He played like the whole second half with it, or first half or something. I don't know. He played time with his fractured shoulder. That's rough. I mean, they got PJ. PJ's pretty good I think DTR starting. They're, oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to watch. Wait, when do they play next week? Because, okay, if we didn't do a lot of draft stuff, which we're going to change for next semester, I was, DTR was probably my favorite quarterback in the class next to Hinton Hooker. They play it, they they play on noon at noon versus the Steelers. Dang it, dang it. I wanted to watch that game. I loved Dorian Thompson Robinson. I love the way he played. I love the ferocity that he played with. He could throw. He was accurate. He it was he was I'm like, why is this guy not a more notable quarterback? He should be. I'm s i am hope he gets to start. Yeah. Because he played in the Hall of Fame. They game, said that they, they said they were planning on starting. And he played really well in the Hall of Fame game. He's young. He is a very, very—I will stand behind my take on him. I think he has a chance to be a very, very good quarterback in the NFL. Same thing with Hendon Hooker. I think both of those guys, those are my two favorite. Those are my. Those are kind of like my my pet cats, we like to say, in the in the draft world. You know, those, those are my guys that I like. I mean, I, I like some of the, you know, the top guys in the class. I like, you know, the Bryce Youngs, the C.J. Strouds, the Will Levises. But those are my two guys. Right. I love DTR. Yeah. Um. So I hope I I will watch that. I will watch that game as much as I can. Yeah. Um. You know, because the Cowboys will be playing. I'll probably watch the highlights. Uh, 49ers at Jags. We both were right. Um. I got you with the Vikings. I picked Josh Dobbs. You didn't. You picked the Saints. Wahaha. Uh, <laughs> I will be going Josh Dobbs uh, from now on. Falcons at Cardinals. We both picked the Falcons. Um. Arthur Smith. 
needs to be fired for, and he needs to his be, son. What fire for his son? He saw his son on Instagram calling plays for Bijan. <laughs> he needs to be fired for football malpractice. Um, the fact that you have Kyle Pitts and Drake London and Bijan Robinson, and you are robbing not just Falcons fans, you're robbing football fans of watching that offense. That could be a historic offense. I I, I stand by that take. You give them, I mean, give them, name a quarterback and give them Josh Dobbs. Oh, that team would be setting records. I truly believe that. That is a potent pass attack with a great ground game. All these is fun. And a good offensive line. Folding first round picks. Unfortunately. It's, and it's not even like they're bad. They're no, not they're playing not. bad. You are scheming them to be bad. And I do not know. He should be fired. I hope he is. I This is probably the most I've ever wanted a coach that's not on my team gone. Yeah. Because I hate what he's doing to that team. And they have a good line. They have a good and a decent defense. Yeah. yeah. One good draft, an offseason, they could be true because that division has nobody. Yeah. No they true could, contenders. Yeah, they, 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 they still contend be, for the division. I mean. they, they could be playoff team. A, a surefire start the year playoff team. And they are not. So we'll see what they do. I hope they t- they, get, they get one of the many quarterbacks in the draft because there's a bunch. Uh, Lions at Chargers. We both were right. Lions. Almost. We were both almost wrong though on that one. It was a great, uh, great game. Yeah. Seahawks. I'm sorry. Commanders at Seahawks. We both were right. Uh, we both were right on Jets at Raiders, and we both were wrong at Broncos at Bills. And then Giants-Cowboys. So, to talk about this game for a little bit, uh, you beat up on the bad team. Yeah. Tommy DeVito uh, was seeing um, was seeing some stars, I think, after that game, because he was getting hit. And, uh, I mean, you played really well. And I think that uh, 105.3 guys have put it best. You're a bully. You beat up on the bad teams. You know, you're big and bad until someone your size or a little bit bigger, i.e. the Niners. Or And you can say the Eagles, but I don't... We should have won that game. Yeah. Someone bigger, better comes along and you and you cower. And I'm tired of that. I'm tired of watching my team beat up on these bad teams and thinking, man, we're a really good football team. And then, you know, we play a, an actually a good team and then we just can't win. Now, again, the Eagles game, I, I maintain. That was not... That was a game we should have won. The refs... Uh, were interesting. I'd like to check their bank accounts for uh, big deposits. <laughs> uh, me personally, that's just, you know, I'm just... Angels. <laughs> I mean, hey, Ron, I, I like the enthusiasm. Ron Washington uh, says that club's focus is to, quote, run the West down. Hey, I love the enthusiasm. And I, again, I hope that he's a very, I hope that he's a very successful manager for them. I hope he's second in the division. I hope he's second to us. Yes, I hope that they beat the Astros. Yes. I think it'd be funny. He's a really good manager. I mean, they're they're going to be good. Looking at the Cowboys though, um, this week we got the, you know we got the Panthers. Next week, you've got the Commanders on Thanksgiving. And then the next week you've got the Seahawks. Those are all winnable football games. In that same span, the Eagles this week, if I can find it, have the Chiefs. Next week, the Eagles will play the Bills. And then week 13, the Eagles will play the Niners. Those are all losable games for them. Very losable. If they lose two of those games and you win out, you'll be tied record, record. And then they play each other week 14, right? And week 14. Yeah. In Dallas. Yep. December 10th. And that could be for the division. Yep. You win that game, and then you win out, and they... they, But then we got Buffalo and Miami. 
yeah. And then we got Buffalo and Miami. Rough stretch there. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to have an easy time with it. But you have to win that Eagles game. It's yeah. a must-win game for you. You have to win these games coming up. The Eagles, I mean, if they went out, it doesn't matter. You, 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 you can beat them in December. doesn't matter. You, they have to win. I mean, they could lose other games. Possible. They could lose other games. But highly unlikely they're going to lose other games. That, that's, this is the best shot we got of them losing games. Yeah. And so, I mean, we, I will be rooting so hard for the Chiefs and the Niners and the Bills in this. As span. long as we win. As long as we win. Yeah. Which we should. We beat up on the Giants. This week we got the Panthers. Um, obviously, you know, talking about the Giants game for a little bit. CeeDee Lamb. I mean, there's really not much to say. CeeDee Lamb played really well. Dak played really Amazing. well. Yeah. Brandon Cooks played well. I mean, everyone played really well. Everybody played well. The, was, the one thing that I don't like, though, is the run game. That is not, that is, I, I am changing my stance on it. It is not a McCarthy issue. I mean, it, it, I think it is a little bit McCarthy issue. It's a Pollard issue. I just don't, I mean, Pollard, Pollard is a very, very good running yes, back. Pollard, He's not built for these Pollard, 20, 25 carry games. He even said, I forget about this. He said something, something to the effect of last year, like, if I'm over 15 carries, I'm bad. You know, or 15 touches. And I want Dowdle to be the guy. Dowdle can be the lead back. He's shown that. Pollard is a change of pace back. I'm sorry. He's not a lead guy. He's a change of pace. People think that when he made those big plays last year, oh, wonderful. We'll put him in for the whole game and he'll make those plays. He was making those plays because we were subbing Zeke out. And so you're scheming for Zeke and here comes Pollard. It's a lot different of a you know a guy yeah. that got a game plan for. So I'm kind of done with Pollard as a lead guy. I mean, he's still, still a no, good Pollard's back. a very good running back. Yeah, he is, but he's just he's missing holes. Yeah. He's he's missing reads. He's just not the guy anymore, at least for the lead role. I want that to be Dowdle and make Pollard the change of pace guy again. Um, this week, we've got some good, really good matchups. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. We'll start there Thursday night. You want me to is, lead it off? This is, I will, I will let you lead it off. All right, you'll be on deck. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll alternate. Okay. Except for the Calvin games. We both know where we're going to go. This game is in Baltimore, correct? Uh, yes, it is. It's tough, isn't it? Because this is just a good game. It's like it's a good game because it, it's a toss up. Because if the Bengals could play well, they've shown they could play well, and they got to win this game. It's a must win game for them. So they, but in the it Ravens, is a must win game. They're hurt. T. Higgins was ruled out. I already know who I'm going with. So whoever you go with, it doesn't matter for me. I know who I'm penciling in. I've already penciled it in. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I, I'm going Ravens too. Not and again the Bengals again can win Bengals this can one, win this game, but I just don't have the guts to pick them. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Uh, Cowboys at Panthers. We'll preview this game at the end. Both of who we're going to go with, but we'll yeah. talk about it at the at the end of the segment here. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Uh, Steelers at Browns. Uh, I will lead this one off. Look, I'm a I I stand I said earlier I stand by my belief in DTR and I stand by that. I'm picking the Browns. I, I'm going. I believe if, I believe in DTR as well, but I'm going to go. Ba- a completely different direction on why I think the Browns are going to win this game. You're picking Browns? I'm picking the Browns because I think Browns. their defense is going to, you know, okay. shut down the Steelers' offense. Oh, yeah, bad, bad offense. Now, if DTR doesn't start, I, I, I'm not going to go There was a report today saying that, that he should be... He the, should be the, or that he yes, is Yes, they were planning... Let me see if I can find it. Can you um, find that one? Yes, I'm going to keep looking. We got Cardinals at Texans. I mean, we both... 
you can lead it off. But I, I mean, well, here I, it is. Yeah, Chef Chef tweeted that Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski told reporters that quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson will replace Deshaun Watson and start okay. Sunday's game versus Steelers. Cool. So, uh, Texas Cardinals. I mean, this could be a trap game for the Texans, but I'm going Texans. I'm going Texans as well. Okay. Titans at Jags. Look, uh, this could be a trap game for the. I'm going to say that a lot, but this could be a trap game for the Jags. Levis has played really well, and but the Titans and the Titans need a win. Just try and salvage some of their year. I'm going Jags. I'll tell you that now. But you're going Jags? Yeah. You're going Jags. Okay. And again, I could see the Jags did not play well against the Niners. You know, the Titans. But I think they can learn from that. I think they can learn from it. Man, it's... it's Starting next week, I'm going to start doing more pre-production research into who I'm going with and who the injuries are because I don't remember who all, who all the injuries are. I want to go Titans just to go against you, but at the same time, I, don't, I can't afford to lose. So I'm going to have to stick with you and go Jags. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, it's the safest bet I got. Raiders at Dolphins. I mean, don't Raiders, even question it. The Raiders have played well. <laughs> have they? Or have they just won games because the other team they're playing is not yeah, putting I, up points I, I, as well? I've got to go Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins too. But I would not be surprised if the Raiders make it a pretty good close game. Bears at Lions. 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 I mean, we don't have a thing to disagree on really. Yeah, yet. I mean, Chargers at Packers. Now, this. The Packers continue have got to, to continue to take the Packers, please. The Packers have got to do something. <laughs> I'm going to take the Packers. Really? Yes, I just do not believe Justin Herbert, and I believe in Jordan Love, and I believe in that offense, and I think they got to win at Lambeau. Oh, I'm going to take the Chargers. All right, that's good. Please, Packers, I will be, <laughs> I will, I will be rooting so hard that they win. Now, this could be an interesting game. Giants at Commanders. Devito. It, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna. I've I've got to go Commanders. I'm going to take Washington as well, but who knows. It's just a just kind of a suck fest. Uh, <laughs> Bucks at Niners. Again, there's just nothing to disagree on. Niners. 49ers. Jets at Bills. Now, this could be interesting because the Jets had a players-only meeting. You didn't hear about it. Garrett Wilson led it, and it was, you know, probably the old, we need to play as a team, guys, and all of that cliche crap. But the Bills need to win this game. You lose to the Jets. They've already lost to the Jets, remember? You'll be five and six. I know, but again, right. you'll be five and six. That's, they'll be third in the division. That's bad. Third in the, they'll be third in the division. You can't have that if you're the Bills. But if the Jets want to keep their playoff hopes alive, you got to have this game because you lost to the Raiders. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Jets. And that's not because I believe in Zach Wilson. They will win in, in spite of Zach Wilson. They will win because Josh Allen will suck again. Yeah. And what were, what are you going to pick? I'm going with the Bills. I'm going to go with the Bills. All right. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. You get to lead this one off. I'll let that one off. Where is it? Uh, in L.A. But God, what's I, the, I, I, don't, I don't know Stafford's status. I know who I'm going with. I am going to do a quick... You can go ahead and lead it off because I want to do a little bit of All research right. real quickly just to see how yeah, you're Stafford's fine. week um, has been. It doesn't matter if Stafford's playing or not. I'm still picking the uh, Seahawks. Okay. Personally, I mean, it's just, sure. I, I like that team. I think that, you know, it's a really good team. It really is. Most, ooh, cool little stat while you're looking it up. Most forced incompletions plus interceptions in single coverage. Paulson Adebo for the Saints is at 12, and in second is Deron Bland with 11. Bland, if we had Diggs this year, for the full year, they would have set probably the, the interception record. Yeah. Bland <laughs> and Diggs together would set the record. Yeah. Blaine has more touchdowns than a lot of number one receivers. Okay. They're saying that Stafford is their hopeful Stafford will return. So give me the Rams. 
Be the Rams? Give me the Rams. Okay. The one we're Coming off their bye week. Give me the Rams. Vikings at Broncos. As much as I like to go Denver because they played really well, I am not going to bet against Josh Dobbs. Neither am I. I am not doing that. Um, it could be a game where he loses it, but I'm not picking against him. I think that Vikings team is playing very, in, very inspired football right now. Give me the Vikings. Now the big one. Monday night football. I am canceling all my plans for Monday because I'm watching this game. There's you know, nothing's pulling away from this game. I think I'm watching it, but I'm going to be like at a bowling alley. Because me and you, bowling alley? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my That's family's funny. coming in town for Thanksgiving. Because, sorry, I I, I like bowling. If, if, if none of you know this about me, I, I bowled in high school. I bowled when we went to the state. We went to the state tournament. I, 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 could put I, up a, I could put up 100 every now and then. I My average when I was bowling in league, when I finished, it was about a 185. Wow. That was my average. Between 180 and 185, somewhere in there, I always just say 185 because it sounds a little better. <laughs> it sounds a little better than 180. <laughs> but it was, it was 180s was my average, and that was up from like 100 when I first started bowling. Um, I could do a whole bowling segment. I would love to cover professional bowling. I'm probably one of the few people that still watch it. It's really interesting to watch. I think there are. I think it's to me awesome to watch. They're so they're so cool. They're so good. How people watch here. I'm gonna divert for a second here. Sorry, I'm gonna divert from football for a second to bowling. Um, when we bowling is is how I feel about bowling is how other people feel about golf. Everyone's like so slow. I'm like no, I like bowling because I played it. I understand that you know EJ Tack. It's fun to watch because of how much wrist he's slinging that ball and it's hooking like a yeah. effort. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, no, I'm not a two-hander. Uh, I'm one-hander. I can't do two-hand. I'm a little too big to do the two-hand stuff. I'm a big old one-hander. Uh, yeah, I like bowling. It's cool. fun. It's I cool. love bowling. Sorry, I wanted to I like, No, it's a good little tangent to go on it, right it, there. It's a fun... Bowling's a really fun sport, especially if you're going to... Someone asked me, I was like, Brady, you know what? Bowling's a great first date spot. I went, not for me, because <laughs> I, I can't bowl with house stuff anymore. Bowling with my stuff, because it's drilled for my hand, right? It's... I got the, I got the fingertip grip. My thumb, it's it's drilled for my hand to fit. And the problem is, is that when I bowl with house stuff, that's not. So, right. it's, you know, it's like this. My stuff's built for my, you know, my grip, everything. So, when I bowl with the house stuff, it's going to fall off my hand. So, I have to kind of bend down and it hurts my back. So, I ha- I just say I have to bowl with my stuff. It just <laughs> it, it hurts to not. So, I can't do a first date because I'm going to put 200 on that <laughs> first date, you know. I mean, maybe we'll, m- hey, it could be an, uh, maybe it, it would, could be a big impression. It would either impress her or it would be like this guy's good at bowling. Is that really what I want? Anyway, a uh, little tangent there. Uh, Eagles at Chiefs. This is, uh, I mean, I am. A, we are Chiefs fans. I am a full Chiefs fan right now. I feel like that we have to just pick the Chiefs. To win I'm this gonna, game. Ma- I'm gonna manifest this, but I also believe that the Eagles coming off a bye, they're big head. We're eight and one. We're the be- we're the best team in the league, man. Yeah. They think they are. They're not. I'm going Chiefs. Give me Kansas City. No, I'm trying to think if I want to just like switch it up here to <laughs> either build my lead even more or give you a chance to come back. No, 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 no. It, but y- you do what you want to do. I'm going to take the Eagles. Wow. I'm going to take the Eagles you, for you, that reason. You, I want the Chiefs to win this game so badly, and I want to be wrong. So you are willing to concede? Yes, I'm you, willing to. I'm be it's a win-win did. situation. It is either I take another one-game lead, uh-huh. or or you just lose every other game here, and, and, and or the Eagles lose a game. So I'll take that risk. I am not risking it. I think the Chiefs are a better team. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think that the Eagles have not faced someone like the Chiefs yet. You know, it, they it, faced us. They faced us, but we're not as good as the Chiefs. I mean, we're there, close. It's it's a toss-up. We would see. I mean, it'd be it'd be Andy Reid versus Dan Quinn, be who wins that game. Yeah. Then we got Cowboys Panthers. Obviously, we're going Cowboys. Frank Reich is back to calling plays. <laughs> so they just came out with saying oh, that. Oh, that's fun. 
uh, Bryce Young is going to uh, welcome to the NFL. You know, here here comes Micah and D Law, and you ain't you ain't you, you ain't ever face boys like this. You know, uh, their O line is. I hope in you're right. Shape. I, I hope mean, you're right. It, it's going to be another slaughter fest I, in yeah, Carolina. I mean, you hope so. You think so, but I truly believe so. I mean, I don't. I just can't see how they beat us. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, would 100% I agree mean, with you. Adam Thielen's your number one weapon. Bland's going to lock that down because Thielen's a route running type of guy. I mean, Gilmore's going to lock Thielen down because Gilmore, Gilmore's the guy that's going to be on Thielen because of how Thielen plays. He's not running. He's not going to outrun you deep. So you're going to have you know yeah. Bland's your quicker corner, but you're going to have Gilmore who's locking down those short medium routes. It, it, they're just a. They're not. The Panthers are in a weird spot because they have talent. They do. But not enough to win. Brian Burns is going to give us problems. Yeah, for sure. They get, and they get, and I, I like, and I cannot remember his name, corner. Uh, Dante Jackson, I think it's his name. Oh, yeah. like him a lot. I, want the, I wanted us to trade for him. I wanted to, I and mean, we mentioned that. They've got a good team. They do. They, do, they, they, have, have, they, have, they have players. They need another offseason. They need another offseason. Young has not played very well. He's had a rough transition in the NFL. I think he could still be a good quarterback. Just going to take a little while to transition. Uh, this is, you know, I mean, he had some games at at, at at Alabama where, you know, against Texas, he looked bad. Yeah. You know, against a good team. So it's possible that, that kind of same thing is happening. He's just having time to adjust. I think next year they could be a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of overestimated them a little bit this year. I remember my predictions. But they have a chance to be a pretty good team. Yeah. And no, Cowboys, again, just like the Cardinals, you cannot this take is, this game. This is kind of the Cardinals, yeah. Unseriously. Yeah. You have to go in there, play your brand of football, and you're going to come out of there with a win. Simple yeah. as that. That's a very simple way to look at it. So the Cowboys, again, we've been playing well, but you know, obviously the news that Leighton Vanderish is out sucks. Yeah. Um, even though Marquis Bell has been playing well. And I again partly wish I had a podcast when he was um getting it drafted. So I would have mentioned him. He was one of those guys, small school, he was one of my small school sleeper guys. I mean, Florida AM, you know, not a big school, and he looked really good. And I remember still watching him going, This guy could play anywhere in the defense. Like, I really hope that we pick him up. And then we did pick him up, and I was like, yes. You know, I was super happy about it. Right. And I didn't think he could be this good at linebacker, but he's played really well. And I felt happy that I was in on him from the draft when it wasn't like a, you know, you know, oh, well, I'm happy that we draft. No, I was very happy that when we got him as a UDFA. Yeah. So, Cowboys been playing well. You got to win in this. This is a must-win stretch for the Cowboys mm-hmm. and a must-lose stretch for the Eagles. If they lose all three, now you have a chance to build a lead against them. Yeah. You because we're gonna need it coming down late this season. We're gonna win against this week. I think. I think, and we're gonna beat the Commanders. It's Thanksgiving. We're usually pretty good on Thanksgiving. We're gonna. We're gonna beat. The <laughs> well, Commanders. except for the Raiders. You know what? Except for the Raiders. You know, Anthony Brown. We were screwed. That was one of those games that I we were screwed. Yeah. We we had it. They called. Pi still mad about it. Yeah. Got to win this stretch. The only team's gonna give you problems is Seattle, but that's at home. Yeah, it's not in Seattle. So if we were in Seattle, I'd be a lot more worried. It's here. I'm a, I'm a lot more confident. Good team. Oh yeah. But I think we're going to beat them. Already, I'm already. I'm not. I mean, I'll probably pick them, but you know, I'll probably pick us. But I'm just saying, we're not. I think we're going to beat them right now. Sure. If injuries happen, hopefully it doesn't. You know, <laughs> knocking on the desk. <laughs> but coming up to that game against the Eagles, that's going to be a big game. Yeah. That's. I, I mean, that is like get your popcorn ready, as To used to say. This is this is a big game. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will. I will talk to you guys next week. Yep. Uh, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Yep. Chase will not. Chase is abandoning the podcast for a week. Yeah, I'm sorry. He will. He will send me. We describe. He will send me his picks. Yes. So that way I can uh, list them and I can lie and I can say he's picking the. Uh, oh look, Chase. Chase <laughs> picked uh, the Panthers and Chase picked the. <laughs> Ch- Ch- you know, Chase picked the Patriots. Wow. Why, why would Chase pick these teams? Darn. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys uh, next week. Have a great one. Guys next week. Yep. See you.